into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Buzz begin! <laughs> Welcome everybody to another episode of Homeland After Show on After Buzz here. My name is Nando Velasquez, sitting in for Thaddeus Massey, who's usually doing this thing. Thaddeus, 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 I'm joined, across, we're in the big studio, I love this studio, we're in the studio, yes, across from me, doing the echoes. Lexi, Lexi, Lexi. Not really Lexi, but doing the echo, Danny Hoyt. Danny, Danny, that's me, Danny yeah. Hoyt. It's like it's like you're in the center of Dodger Stadium. Just no, like I was doing trying. To, I was trying to like add to the what the whatever's suspense. happening. No, yeah, I know. I was, just, I was just changing it up. I'm and also double fisting very early. Water and tea, kids. If those of you on <laughs> we video, we party here. Yes. <laughs> and uh, next to next to Mr. Hoyt, a lovely Lexi Hamsfar. Hey guys. Yes. Lexi. And uh, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Arms crossed. Arms crossed. Your double fists crossed. crossed. Uh, we are should be expecting a phone call uh, within this show from Mr. Michael O'Keefe, who you may know as John Redman. He's got a great who, Twitter bio, by the way. Yeah, I know. He's got a great bio in general. Yeah. I'm really excited to talk to him a little bit about you know his experience on Homeland, and of course, uh, we got some news and gossip about some good news for Homeland this past week. We do. Uh, so we'll get into that one later. But let's get into this show. I I am going to butcher the name of this episode completely. Uh, I'm going to say it's Krieg Nike Lieb. I'm trying to sound in my best German. Krieg Nike Lieb. Krieg Nike Lieb. Oh, oh I didn't German, realize. Steven. Yes, it's uh, War Not Love. Yes, we, we translated that. <laughs> war Not Love. Translate. Absolutely love. We knew how to do uh, Google Translate. We just didn't know how to say it. Exactly. Krieg Nike Lieb. But thank you very much, Stephen Lemieux, with the, uh, with the assist. <laughs> With the alley oop. So yes, war not love. Click me clip. Click me lib. So uh and uh yeah, I, I think uh, definitely we, we got to see some war and we got to see some not love <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, uh, or some little triangles. We but definitely like subtle love. Subtle love. But or was sort it of. love? Quinn loves Carrie so much that yeah. he didn't. Yeah, you know what I mean? it was well, like subliminal love. I think there was a lot of of that throughout on both sides throughout this episode. So let's let's get into it. Let's well let's talk a little bit about um, you know Carrie's talking to Asar at the very top. Just uh, he talks a little bit about why he couldn't help her out and gave him yeah. you know gave her a little mm-hmm. a little bit about the fact that Quinn everyone knows Quinn's there. Quinn's an assassin. You know he he kidnapped an asset and burned down a bazaar. And it's either uh, it's either going to be Quinn's head or his head. So Asar's not really in a position of any power as we can see in this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean you, we see Tasmin like pretty much you know calling all the shots calling all the shots. Yeah. Holding him personally responsible later on in the episode, so we definitely see that this shift in power, this coup, as as he calls it, is evident in the fact that Tasmin has all this power over him, mm-hmm. and uh, he's kind of like got his hands tied. I guess he, he he all he really could do for Carrie, at least in the beginning, was just give her a little bit of lowdown and uh, warn her and kind warn of. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we we see a little bit of that, but let's talk about Quinn. Quinn is on the run. He's rogue. He's gone rogue. 
uh, we see him uh, meet up with this very attractive uh, German uh, Kreek, line. She's more of the Lieb. A Lieb? The Creek. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Definitely. Good well, love. they definitely have had some Lieb, I would she, say. She's got some great, great Liebs on her face. <laughs> Her lips? No. <laughs> sure. Where are you going? Sure. So funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Uh, that was. I didn't know who she was at first. I was a little freaked out. She doesn't have. I couldn't find her name on IMDb for that episode. Unfortunately, they don't. They you don't do a quick job. Is that it? I don't know. I feel like we'll see her at least for next episode. Maybe yeah. next season. She but. looked very familiar to me, though. I'm sure she's been on some other shows or something. She looked very, very familiar. Yeah, I mean, her face looked yeah. familiar, but on this show, that was the first time we've seen her. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And Although she has a history with Quinn, as we see, because he has some clothes there. That, that was going to be what it was, that they had some kind of like romantic involvement in the yes. past, though. Yeah, absolutely. You know, well, you know what? He's he's there alone. He's been he's been in Istanbul, uh, Islamabad. What the hell did I say? Islamabad for <laughs> quite a while. Yeah. And uh, you know, with no carry to focus on in the past, so of course he's probably found love. Found a little. Well, I don't it's know if it's love. Place. Guys, he found love in a. Oh, oh, did you just say it? <laughs> Damn it! That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it, Lexi. I'm sorry. Right. Love in a hopeless place. Uh, yeah, so uh, very interesting character. She works in a German embassy. Carrie, yep. Carrie pretty much talks about her position uh, in in the German embassy. She's a desk uh, specialist. She's at a desk. She's, She's at like the NATO. NATO. Planning coordinator at the NATO, NATO desk. Specialist desk. Yes. <laughs> the NATO specialist desk. Absolutely. Get specialist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, She's a specialist. so then she just lets her in her house. Yeah. I wouldn't have let her in my house. Yeah, well, I mean, it's Carrie, you know, it's it's got it's like Quinn said in that episode with uh, with her when she was talking about Carrie calling on the phone. Carrie always gets her way. Carrie always gets her way. Carrie She's always gets so her way. Dang convincing. So Carrie, yeah. Carrie, you know, Carrie's smart, and I don't think this. Uh, I, you know, we didn't get a name for her, and again, her name at least is not on the episode list right now for IMDb. Um, you know, I guess she just didn't realize, you know, that Carrie could just obviously walk in and see enough. You know, yeah. she saw a wet spot on the floor and figured somebody was here taking a shower. I guess yeah. and knew. Well, I think she also knew from Max that he was yeah. staying there. <laughs> I like that part when Quinn was like, "F and Max." <laughs> <laughs> well, let's. Um, you know what? We're jumping around a little bit. So, I mean, look, we see Quinn going rogue. We see Carrie uh, definitely going after him. But I really think that was a powerful scene. I don't want to. I don't want to miss this scene with Max. Because, yeah. you know... With the safe? Yeah, with the safe. Because, yeah. I mean, well, we see, obviously, after she does that big speech in the embassy uh, with everyone, is she doesn't want to lose anyone. And I think that's a really big through line with her. She doesn't want to lose anybody mm-hmm. anymore. And uh, and she wants everyone else to be, you know, getting uh, Quinn back because she doesn't think Quinn can get... She thinks it's a suicide mission. She love. Come on. She definitely was that little bit of that, I'm, I, I want Quinn type of... Uh, Reaction, I think, with her too. It wasn't just about yeah. a suicide mission and protecting him. I think she she needs him right now. Yeah, exactly. I think she realizes that. Right. Yeah, she needs him right now. So, um, so absolutely. So Max was supposedly on board with her, but then she catches him going into a safe. She still has apparently um, station chief powers. Well, no, when he yeah, when he rebooted it, it yeah. started giving her the system alarms again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of money stashed in that safe, though. Did yeah. you see that wad he pulled out? Each wad is usually ten grand. And it was how many? How many wads? Was there two wads? Three wads? How many wads are we talking about? Is there a lot of wads? I think there were wads? different currencies. One wad. I, I I didn't see exactly how much, but we, you know what? It's a lot of money. I'm sure it's enough for him to get by. <laughs> really plus a like passport. Wad. I would love a I, I wad that. of cash. 
Well, you know, we're in the valley, so uh, there's multiple words for that. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, but I, the reason why I bring up Max, I mean, it was a really powerful scene, yeah. and we saw Max last week react to uh, the death of Farah, and we see him still holding that. Yeah, geez. And, I didn't realize he was still holding it that much. He was really holding it that much, and that was his thing. He he is on board with Quinn going for Hakani, and uh, he holds it against Carrie, obviously. He's, he's still a little upset at mm-hmm. her, and uh, yeah, so he's definitely gone rogue, at least for the moment, but Max ultimately, you know, he kind of follows orders and gives Carrie the information, just like uh, just like Quinn said, F and Max. F and Max. F and Max. So um, let's talk a little bit. So let's talk about let's talk about this relationship with Carrie and Quinn because I think it's really interesting. Because I think, um, like we said, it definitely seemed like what's Carrie's motivation for getting Quinn back? Is it really because um, she's trying to save his life because she knows he's going to get shot? Is it really he doesn't think she doesn't think he has a chance in hell in getting Hakani? I think it's a combination point? of all the things. I think she's I think she's a little freaked out how south everything went, and she doesn't want to lose anyone else, let alone someone who has yeah. been one of the closest people to her and yeah. by her side, kind of like her pseudo sidekick and somebody she trusts. Quinn's been the guy that she's you know kept in her innermost circle. Um, and then on the flip side, no matter who it was going in, I think she realized the severity of this mission is whoever it is isn't coming back. This is this is a very a success rate is very very small. Yeah, and let alone being the person who's closest to her, you factor all these in together. She's about to flip. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think it was so much that she didn't think he could carry out the mission because clearly, had Carrie not been in that. Um, group of people outside of his compound, he could have blown them up and yeah. killed them. But I think it's what Danny said that she knows he won't make it out alive if he did go through with a mission. Yeah. But then she kind of lost her train of thought at the end, and when she was about to shoot him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was that was a great little bit. We'll get to that part because right. I think that's awesome. But uh, yeah, I mean, for me, I, I think you know the relationship between these two characters is very complex. I mean, we've seen a little bit of it since uh, you know we first saw him. Uh, on this show, mm-hmm. and obviously Brody was in the way, so and, and that um, relationship between Brody and Carrie was always super strong. So I don't think there was ever really a chance for oh, Quinn. Speaking of Brody and Carrie, I know we have the old. Uh, we gotta update that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we do. We have. We're using the other studio, so they probably just didn't update that oh, here. The so old guy. Yeah, because we're in the bigger studio. We're, we're in the bigger studio. This we're the big kids tonight. Tonight Ooh. we're well. We just we switched around to try and get Michael, so hopefully he'll call us um, with our times. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Um, but anyway, so. So, yeah, I, I think the relationship with them has been really, really different, but this is... We see Carrie break down, and I want to talk about this, too, because... And, and I think it's just all coming to a head with her. I mean, she lost um, Ayan. Not that he was a re- major relationship, but she lost his kid that she... We saw her, like, you know, when she had she sex with him. She had a connection. She had yeah. a connection. And she feels a little responsible. Mm-hmm. She feels responsible. I mean, this whole thing with Saul, um, you know, everything going to hell, losing Farah... You know, like I said, she doesn't want to lose anyone. And I think it's really, we really see the Carrie-Quinn relationship come out when Carrie gets news from home about her dad. Yeah. So, when Maggie tries to reach her. And, you know, I was sitting there thinking when she got that news. Yeah. What were you sitting there thinking? (laughs) (laughs) She has lost, there have been so many deaths this season. Yeah. On people in Mm -hmm. on her team, assets, her family. I mean... It would be a huge loss for her to lose Quinn also. Yeah. She's just lost so many people, though, between Farah and Redmond and um, and her dad mm-hmm. and Ion. Yeah. 
No, it's definitely uh, it's definitely traumatic. the uh, the body count. How many can one person take yeah. and still stay on their feet? Is is kind of what you start to wonder with Carrie. Yeah. Well, I think I think uh, this really hits her. Well, first of all, I mean, we mentioned this back in the beginning of the season. We we saw uh, Maggie talking with uh, Carrie that uh, the dad was never around because, unfortunately, uh, you know, between seasons, uh, the actor who played him, James Reborn, uh, passed away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I actually kind of when when I actually heard the call came through. I actually had a feeling it had it was probably going to be that, but but this is really impactful for Carrie because we haven't seen him at all this season. Yeah, even right. as a character, she hasn't seen him. She's been so disconnected from her family. She probably thought that was the one thing that was okay. She kind of neglected that. I thought that was interesting. I was I was waiting to kind of see how they were going to write him out and how they're going to actually materialize that and make that happen. If they're going to do it right away, I kind of like that they waited because it adds a layer to Carrie in that she's been so disconnected. I for a split second thought it had to do with Franny. Oh no! I did too. You know did? I mean? I, I, for some reason, I, I just felt. Like, she, I thought she got sick. Hakani, maybe, or maybe Hakani had like the baby kidnapped. Like you know, something like super crazy. Really? Well, wow! Conspiracy theory. Super, <laughs> super conspiracy. But we'll talk about this. By the way, no bombing on the caravan last week. Conspiracy oh, yeah. theory. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Super early prediction, but next season that something happens with the baby. I'm just going to throw it out there now. You can write it down. Put it on your Instagram. <laughs> tag me at Danny Hoyt. Uh, super early prediction, something happens with Carrie's baby next season in Homeland. Okay, you, you, heard, heard, it, you heard, heard it here Studio first. A, calling it tonight. We, we brought it here to Studio A so that Danny but, can, can but Franny swing will be for the okay. I want to make sure ever that's clear. Franny will be okay. Franny will be okay. They Franny can't kill off a, a baby on a show. Franny that just takes it way too far. I think that would take it way too far. Um, I mean, it was bad enough when Carrie almost drowned her baby. So, uh, yeah. So that was almost bad enough with that. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so I think, I think, uh, like you said, I think the way they, they actually brought this information about, um, her father passing away, because it, it was something that had to be done yep. since the character the was no one around. Carrie, yeah. I think it was the perfect time. Again, a few scenes earlier, she says, I don't want to lose anyone else. And here, no doing of her own. She lost someone else. And she yeah. even says, you know, I thought he would live forever. Yeah. Exactly. Because I think that was the one place she thought that she was safe. Safe. At home. Yeah. And, uh, and we saw that she was actually, I think her attitude even with Quinn changed. She kept reaching out to him. She wanted to talk to him. That was the scene when she called the, the German agent and the German agent said, Carrie sounded upset. And your girlfriend your sounded girlfriend, upset. Your I girlfriend. I love yeah. that. And then he said she always gets right, but then she goes, "It wasn't like that." What she say? She goes, it "She wasn't said it wasn't like, like, that. wasn't like that." Yeah. Yeah. So she even even the German uh, agent kind of knew that there was something else Has, going yeah, on. Sympathy. So I think uh, I think that's something major. So we definitely see you switching to one cup, watering it down. Yeah, two cups, one cup. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> From two cups to one cup. I, I know. I was thinking. Go where? I have a dirty mind. Never mind. Uh, Man, no. Sorry. Anyway. Jeez. So. <laughs> I'm not uh I'm I'm t- bringing this back. So, uh Carrie <laughs> We're losing it. Yeah. It's been a long day. Oh, Carrie, man, we love you. Carrie and uh and her dad. Uh you know, I I did love to see uh Carrie bonding with Maggie cuz I think she really needed that. We got mm-hmm. to see another look at Franny. And oh, that's the first time boy. that I think Carrie has ever really exhibited the mom instinct that she wanted to be with her mm. kid and feel comforted by Good observation. her yeah. daughter. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I t- totally see that. Just trying to reach out yeah. to Franny. Uh, and she and was Franny like happy out. because of her, yeah. which we usually don't see. Yeah, I think it was a moment for her to just 
tune out to everything else going around her and concentrate on that mm-hmm. and check uh, out for a second and yeah. check out and boy every time I see Fran it's just like it's so like in your face Brody you know this is Brody's <laughs> yeah. kid I know I think we all even laugh like, out loud and we're like oh god Minnie Brody's out <laughs> Minnie Brody <laughs> Minnie Brody out of the kid <laughs> I was gonna say if Carrie was hallucinating like earlier in the season it would just be Brody's head it would just be Jamie Lewis's head yeah. on the baby <laughs> even my kid's eyes they're so piercing blue I mean you can yeah. look on the it was it was that it, it was the image eyes. that we have up on here. It was crazy. So <laughs> it's totally that image. But yeah, I think I think things really shifted for Carrie and we definitely see her, you know, breaking down and reaching out to Quinn. Um you know, it, I, I thought it was really impactful. I loved, I loved this scene for, for you know, I loved what she was doing with this scene. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she did have her moments earlier in the episode with Quinn, you know, when she figured out, obviously, where he was at, thanks to Max. And, uh, and Quinn, man, I mean, again, Quinn taking down two PMCs, uh, shooting one in the knee. And, uh, yeah, he is just committed, uh, to going out there. And, and, you know, I think about that scene and then I compare it to the scene in the, di- in the diner from earlier in the yep. season when he was back in DC mm-hmm. and even when um when Carrie was talking to that uh German woman about you know he was going to retire he wasn't coming back and and she was like look he says that every 6 months he says that all the time he said yeah. that 2 years ago mm-hmm. he will never retire because he always gets drawn back in for some reason and i think yeah i think honestly at that moment i'm thinking well Quinn if Quinn's going to go He's going to go on a suicide mission, you know? Well, here's what I loved about this episode is that Quinn went full-blown AWOL and rogue. Yeah. But the only thing... I mean, it was like he had blinders on, but the only thing that stopped him was Carrie being put in harm's way. Yeah. Putting herself in harm's way, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was interesting, too, when that happened, what he said to Carrie. He said, GD, Carrie. Same thing Saul said to her when she led Saul into the people. It was the second time this season she's got those words said to her. Yeah. It's very damning words, you know? <laughs> Very damning words. Yeah, it um, sucks. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, she she gets in the way a lot. Uh, she changed, and, and and actually, yeah, I think it was a very big mirror. Carrie in harm's way, kind of like when uh, you know we saw Saul in harm's way from earlier with the Ayan um, headshot, and uh, I, I, you know, this scene is just the. I, I really felt like it's definitely a mirror to. I think that scene, I think in particular, mm-hmm. that I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, so let's talk a little bit. I mean, Quinn is uh, Quinn has definitely gone rogue, and and you know we see him get the materials for a bomb. We start to see the the pieces of his plan. He's trying to get into a heavily uh, you know occupied space to get Hakani, and he draws him out. And I thought this was really really interesting the way he did it. He he actually had leaked footage of uh, of Ayan's shot, um, and gave that to Kieran. And we get to see again. And, uh. Very trusting of Karen, by the way, to walk in that room, to go up to room 37, not tell anybody, to walk in the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not shut, you know, she wasn't shutting the door first and she shuts the door. I thought that was, it was really. And even for Quinn, cause I mean, you know, Quinn is like pretty hyped up, you know? He I mean. He was so calm. And he was so calm. calm. His demeanor toward her was very like, I'm, I'm a friend. I'm just here. Yeah. You know, and, uh, I thought he was, he really swayed her. To help him out with this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you know, really good. Uh, again, really good acting this this episode from a whole bunch of people, including including uh, Rupert Friend. Um, so, and a really interesting plan. I mean, Kieran jumps on board, and they leak this footage out, and they claim that Hakani is responsible for killing innocent Muslims, and she gets the 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 university 
to do a protest. Her friend, um, oh, what's his, what's his name? I saw his name up there. The roommate, uh, yeah, Hiran, I think it was. Hiran, yes, yeah, yeah, like Hiran. So we see them form their little protest, and and of course, you know, I love I love Quinn. Just puts a hat on and a military jacket, and he, I, I think it looked like he kind of like uh, dirtied up his face a little bit just to be a little bit darker so he can fit in. And uh, he just walks into the protest with a pipe, holding onto a pipe bomb cleverly and knocking that inside the grate right by the door, right by the. <laughs> Gate. I thought that was really genius of him to make a picket sign out of a bomb, basically. Because I think when he was making that bomb, we were all kind of standing there like, what's he going to do? What's what's his picture for? Yeah. yeah. And then it clicked when he put, when he strapped it to the back of the poster. Yeah. It, I just thought it was a genius plan on his part. I mean, I mean, I mean obviously, he's he has no chance to get into this place, and he, he was going to flush them out. But this was like a genius way, an assassination attempt, a pure, I mean, he's an assassin. They said it earlier. I mean, he, you don't need. He doesn't need to be hand-to-hand contact. He doesn't need to have a gun. He has other options. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, uh, the German, the German woman from the embassy, was helping him out with this whole thing too. But uh, ingenious plan. We see, um, you know, we see these protests. Of course, uh, Tasmin is aware of all this as well. And and really interesting to see them really be protective over Hakani. And yeah. we mentioned yeah. it earlier, like really putting it on Asar, like if something happens to him, like it seemed like Asar was in charge of the military forces that were being put to hold back the protest, but he was also going to be the one that was going to be completely blamed if anything And she happened. makes sure to reiterate that fact right before he walks out. Yeah. Because they even talk about moving Hakani to safety. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, once everything clears out, we'll move him. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, again, it's like it's like he's, uh, what's that word, a lame duck almost there. You know, he's he gets to do certain things, but he's completely, he mm-hmm. gets all of the blame and none of the praise mm-hmm. uh, in this case with, with at least the faction of the ISI that's supporting this. Um, but again, beautiful. And, and then seeing the Hakani supporters come in and do a counter protest and really, I mean, as awesome as this plan was, Carrie did speak a little bit of sense when she got there and she finally got in talk, contact with Quinn. It's like no, I mean, first of all, there's no escape for him, but I don't think Quinn cared about escape at this point. He just wanted to take Hakani out the best way he could, and if he gets killed for it, he gets killed for it. But all of those innocents there, whether they support Hakani or are are there to protest Ayan's uh, uh, death, uh, all of these innocents would get killed. And, of course, the U.S. would get blamed. And it would just continue this whole this whole thing, you know, with the with the Middle East and the U.S. and them blaming the U.S. on killing all these Muslims and mm-hmm. not caring for for the lives of of people, especially when some of those people are, are protesting the very man that that he's trying to kill. Right. So I think it was a very. I don't know, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking a lot here, but I think there's a very. I think it was a very complex scene. Yep. So. Um, Let's see. So, uh, anyway, so yeah, big scene with Carrie. She, she has her burqa on. We see Asar there. She's literally standing on top of the, uh, great. I thought he saw her at first, by the way. I did too. I did too. When she first looks back and he was kind of up top, I thought he saw her and that's why he gets down and he was going to pursue her to get her. I thought so too. But yeah. then when she grabs the sign and kind of puts it in front of her face, she was either hiding or she was just trying to make sure he, he didn't see her from that point on. Yeah. I don't know. You guys think he saw her? I thought her? she was trying to make sure that he didn't see her from that point on. Yeah. Okay, so you think he did spot her? I think he might have spotted like, well, her. Because like, otherwise he wouldn't have found her at the end, I think. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think point. he spotted her, but she still hid from him, and I, I don't think he could make a move. I think also, it's just, again, if he made a move toward her... I mean, obviously there seems to be some other little thing with him and her, you know, There's going like a, on. D- a deeper connection. Yeah. It's, it seems like... 
this wouldn't fly in the real world this easily. This was a very, you know, I mean, cause, I guess because of the name War Not Love, but it was, uh, as opposed to some of these other episodes, you know, a lot more of a, I don't want to say soap opera but it was definitely more about relationships and about, like, all these triangles going on as opposed to some of the other episodes this season that were more political and more action or, or espionage. Related. What it is it good for? Absolutely nothing. I, I guess not. Uh-huh. I guess so. Uh, but yeah, so I think, I think Asar wouldn't go for her because if he did, um, it would put her in danger. Yep. Mm-hmm. As being an American in the protest, especially if, uh, if Quinn managed to get a shot out or, or attack Akani, her being the American right there that's visible would have, uh, would have damned her. Also, this is a little bit of a side note, but like when Akani stands up out of the sunroof. Yeah. Basically, like looking down at his people. Mm-hmm. All these people have these oranges that they were chucking at the police. Why not just turn and chuck an orange at Akani's head? Well, it was all the supporters at that point around him, I think. I mean, there were some other ones there, too, I guess. Well, because remember, the protesters ran away. Yeah, they ran away. But I can't help but think how much of an exhilarating feeling it would be like to just demolish yeah. an orange on some the side of someone's noggin. <laughs> Especially someone who you think is, you know what I mean? You're but if there were no, uh, but as Lexi said, a bunch of them ran away. I think they all more or less ran away. Yeah. And, and when Hakani finally came out, that's when all the supporters chanting Hakani came out. And, and in fact, the, the, the thing, the, um, poster that Carrie grabbed was, was Hakani, pro, pro Hakani. Was pro Hakani. So she yeah. was walking with the supporters and they were surrounded, yeah. they surrounded him. But here's the, here's the thing about that scene is for as good as it was for television, I feel like it's really unrealistic that the CIA station chief would be walking into a crowd of Hakani supporters. Well, uh, you mean unrealistic in a sense that, I mean, she and was. In a sense that you would, a blonde American would stick out like a sore thumb, and I'm sure they all hate America. Yeah, the size of her intestinal fortitude is gigantic. That's amazing. Yeah. To do that. No, it is. I mean, she had her hair in the burqa, um, still. but, it, but we she still took saw it down it. when she got on top of the truck. She yeah, did. No one, like, freaked out about that. No one did. That's pretty surprising, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I mean, look, I mean, we can, we can, we, we did this a little bit last week. We could definitely analyze a lot of these things, but some of them we have to think. It's just like the writers have to at some point say, look, we, we're. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying as great as it is for TV. Oh, yeah. I just think it's unrealistic. In real life, yeah. I don't think, yeah. yeah, I think a blonde woman stands in the middle of that crowd. Uh, you're you know, gone. Yeah, you're probably, you're at least going to get pulled down. And, uh, unless they know who you are, you know, you're probably, it's probably not the safest place for someone like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but that scene when she gets up, and takes the burqa off, of course, the perfect moment right when, you know, Quinn's got everything all set up and Hakani's about to come out and, uh, it's like, goddamn, GD Carry, excuse me, GD Carry, uh, and that big speech about, you know, there's no escape, there's 300 military and 50 undercover there. When she no says that out. to Quinn, the look on his face is a little bit like, yeah, I know, but yeah. I didn't care about that. Yeah. And I think he had a little moment of like, uh, I know you're right, but he like he chose not to to ignore that fact because the greater mission was to well make again Kakani he's pay. willing to kill yeah. himself he's willing to do the suicide mission yeah so I thought that was a little bit of like a a, a role reversal yeah. where she was almost talking him off a ledge even though he was about to take care of the situation. I thought that was just really interesting to see a look on his face. That's what it said to me, yeah. anyways. Well, I think ultimately he just couldn't do it because of Carrie. Carrie yeah, was there, right, yeah. absolutely. Regardless of what she said, I think ultimately, again, he you even cares. saw the tears in his eyes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, he has no problem getting himself killed in the process here, but he didn't want to put her at stake. And uh, we get to see Hakani drive off. 
which was really, you know, and again, that beautiful scene um, in the sense that, you know, Quinn's pissed off, you know, um, Carrie didn't, you know, Carrie's obviously trying to save everybody and, and, and you know, uh, get everyone alive. Mm-hmm. And then Hakani stands up and starts waving to his uh, supporters. And that, even before she pulls that gun, that look on her face. Um, yeah, you could see the thoughts and the flashback. Yeah. Tyon getting the, shot. The disgust. The anger. Jeez. The anger and disgust on her face. Yes. It was, uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. So, um, yeah, and we see all of a sudden she completely changed. She's a 180, and uh, she pulls that gun out. Can you imagine how pissed Quinn would have been? <laughs> oh. How pissed. He hears it. He sees a kind of go down. Like, Biggest hypocrite. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I mean, look, if she makes the shot, she's dead. Oh, With all the military and everything, she's dead, and she's acting there as an agent of the U.S. Quinn at least went AWOL. Of course, the Taliban and the Pakistanis would probably spin it as still being an American mission. But you know, yeah. she she would she's right there. She's this again blonde woman in the middle of this whole thing, pulling a gun out and killing someone protected by the Pakistanis. Uh, that would be a major major deal, and. Uh, you know, we see her about to do it, and it's again crazy. I mean, she's willing to she's willing to get herself killed. Quinn's willing to get themselves killed. They just don't want the other person to get killed in the process. How how crazy is that? Um, and then Asara comes to the rescue, which uh, you know we figure. I you know we got one more episode. I figured that might happen, but uh, yeah. But the yeah. big reveal, the huge reveal. Jeez. And let's talk about this because I think we could definitely talk a lot about this. Is Asar tells Carrie to look in the van. And I wasn't expecting this. I was expecting just the prime minister or something just to show, you know, this would be a bigger deal. But no, it's Dar Adal. Dar, who we've, we've seen, like, I thought we, I think we saw in the very, very beginning mm-hmm. of the season and then haven't seen him since. He's always been a mysterious character. He's yeah. very shady. He is very shady. And but he's also very knowledgeable. So he was beneficial to Saul and yeah. to Carrie. And he was Do always you think in the know. Saul knew? About Dar? That he, yeah, that he was playing for the other side. Well, we don't know exactly what's going on yet, obviously. I mean, I mean, the, you know, it, it seems like Carrie's gonna have some major confrontation with this guy, but we, we don't know exactly what's going on. But I think the other thing that, that we looked over, because it was a very small scene in this episode, was Lockhart calling Carrie up and asking her what's going on with the Pakistans because he's hearing rumblings. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said that they're shopping for a replacement. So we know that Dar definitely has the position Dar- to do I think that. It's Dara. I think it's Dara. Doll. It's Dara Doll. Yeah. Is it Dara Doll? Yeah. I think it's Dara. Dara Doll. Okay. I'm out on this. I don't know. I, I think um, so. Do I, I just want just I want to make sure we say it right. I believe on IMDb it's D A R separate from oh, the rest. Then I've been saying it wrong. Um, but you know what? I'll double check. So F Maria Abraham, we'll take a look into that and figure it out. But anyway, yeah. So um, so. I, I don't know if uh, if that scene with Lockhart is associated. What could that mean? What or could that not? mean? But like, I have a feeling there's a reason why we saw that quick scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Other than the fact that that probably means that Lockhart's going to be out. What could that mean, though, <laughs> if Akani is working with Dahl? Dara. Dara. It's Dar. It is Dar. Dara a doll. Yeah. Dar a doll. Yes. I was saying Dara doll. Good to know. That's that's uh, my apologies. Yeah, that's, that's some girl's name uh, on uh, a <laughs> Dara doll. Um, she's but, a doll. Yeah, because she's a doll. But anyway, yeah. So I mean, 
obviously, there's a lot of question marks going on here. I mean, uh, Dar being, I think Dar's always kind of felt shady to me. Yeah. He's yeah. felt kind of like the so kind of dark. guy who works really underground and does his own little dealings. And I, I imagine he's doing it in the best interest of the government, but, you know, who knows? I mean, again, I, I would assume, and this is just an assumption, that whatever he's doing is trying to su- supply some kind of deal with the Taliban to keep some war going on or, or something. I don't know what it is, but yeah, um, that's my thought. That's a heavy prediction. <laughs> it's a heavy one, but I, I'm trying to I, I'm trying to put my head around this. This is a crazy. This is a crazy cliffhanging reveal mm-hmm. that we see with one episode left to see this character who we haven't seen, and he's a great character. I love F. Murray Abraham and how he plays it. You know, he was Saul's confidant throughout. You know, and a very good one. A mm-hmm. very good one. And, uh, you know, but we also know that, I, we know that he wasn't 100% with Lockhart. He wanted to do things his own way. So, yeah. uh, you know, so what, what do you guys, what do you guys Gosh. think? I mean. I really don't have the faintest idea. Yeah. I kind of think, I, I don't know, I just have this feeling that maybe Saul knew. Well, they showed was, Saul. Sorry, continue. Oh, what do you continue, mean? Continue, continue. No, I was trying to think. Um, I, I, I feel like Saul maybe knew that he, had connections to Hassam okay. or Hakani, but that he was an asset to the U.S. also. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's like, I can't remember the guy's name for the life of me, but he was from the Iranian embassy, I think last season. Uh-huh. And Carrie brought him in and he became an asset, but he was also working in the embassy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like he might be one of those types. I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name right now, but I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I feel like um, he might be one of those types of characters. Really? Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I gotta pull. I gotta pull up his name because now I feel like I got it. But, but anyway, yeah. Um, well, when they were showing, when they were showing the whole thing happen, they flashed to Saul and he, in next week's like previews for next week. And mm-hmm. so, if you guys don't like watching those, I'm going to talk about this for two seconds. For two seconds. But they preview <laughs> Saul sitting next to his desk with his hands in his pockets. They just they they show that he's involved in next week's episode. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. So the triangle of Saul, Carrie, Dar, ha- there has to be a play. That has something to do with Saul. So it makes me wonder if there was some bigger plan in play that we didn't know about. You know, something was activated before this. Mm-hmm. To, I don't know whether it's to for relations between the countries. Something bigger almost seems like it's at play here. And with the with the knowledge of next season, there could be a carryover, a bigger mission, like something to leave us coming yeah. back for next season. By the way, Javadi was the character you're talking about. Yeah, Javadi. Javadi. Yeah. Javadi, because he was a major character in three, and I didn't want right. I didn't want to mess up his name. But yeah, absolutely, which was great. Uh, Javadi was played by uh, Shanto. Really awesome character. Um, yeah, I could totally see that. I mean, you know, when uh, when Lockhart said they're shopping for his replacement, I immediately thought of Saul. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. Me too. I, I mean, you know, we definitely got to get Saul back in here somehow, and he's he's not part of the CIA anymore. But you know, considering Lockhart's kind of butchered, you know, his job a little bit, yeah. and uh, and and the lengths that um, the U.S. went to recover Saul. Um, I could see they probably still think of him as a high enough asset and they might have thought twice because, you know, don't forget, Saul was responsible for season three for getting, uh, Javadi in power, getting their own, their own asset mm-hmm. in power over in Iran and getting rid of their, their, you know, the person that was in charge before him. Um, with that whole thing, that was all part of their plan. Mm-hmm. So, and Saul and, and Adar, um, we're both, uh, now I'm saying Adar, uh, and now, and, and Dar, both, I think we're very instrumental in that, and I think the White House knows that. So, uh, which again, is a head scratcher, why, why the hell Dar is in that truck with Hakani? Um, 
and if he's in league with the ISI and how much how much involved how involved is he in this? It's a real really head scratcher. Yeah. Um yeah. So uh anyway, I think that's pretty much about it. We kind of went through this episode a little faster than usual, I feel like. Um I mean the only other thing really it was, was a, it was a slower there weren't as many layers in this episode. It was yeah. slower, it was shorter. Yeah. By about ten minutes. Yeah, it was a yeah. short episode too. Actually, yeah, I, I was. You, you mentioned that when we looked at the clock. It was a forty-four minute episode. Yeah. So, and a lot of the episode again, I think, was really about relationships. Like we mm-hmm. saw that little triangle with the German agent and uh, Carrie and Quinn. Little 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 knocks here and there. Right. Um, which I thought was cute. Little catty moments. <laughs> Rawr. Uh, war, war, not love. Uh, war. yeah, and unfortunately, it doesn't look like, um, I, it doesn't look like Michael's gonna call us. It, it was actually, um, uh, uh, gonna be a little tough, uh, fit, but maybe we'll see what we can do. We'll talk to him, see if we can get him or somebody else. We're trying to get some people on it, maybe for the finale, um, to call in or come in. Anyway, let's do, um, let's move along then, I guess. Let's move on to some news and gossip, because there's some good ones. Lexi, I think you have that info. So the Screen Actors Guild and the Golden Globe nominations came out last week, and Homeland is up for three awards. Um, they are up for for Screen Actors Guild, yep. Outstanding Performance by an Ensemble in a Drama, mm-hmm. and then Claire Danes, of course, is up for Outstanding Performance by a Lead Actress, mm-hmm. and then she's also nominated for a Golden Globes for Outstanding Actress in a Drama. So Which is good for her. Go Homeland. Go Homeland. Three this, of them. This is pretty huge, if I remember correctly. I don't have the information in front of me, and I'm trying to see if I can pull it up. But Homeland has not had many nominations since since the, their first epic season one. They, they might have had uh, season two. I think then there was some controversy. Some people felt that season two wasn't strong, obviously, and uh, felt like they got you know they got those nominations based on based on season one. I think Carrie was nominated that. last year. Last year they were. She was at the Globes. Mm-hmm. But she was at the Globes nominated, or she was at the Globes like presenting. She might have been nominated, but the cast. Nominated. But I don't think the cast got nominated. I'm not no, sure. I don't think the cast, ensemble wasn't nominated. Yeah, ensemble wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so I don't have big. that. It just this just came up to me because I know there's been a lot of talk. I mean, obviously, look, we, we, we you know this was always something we knew, especially after Brody died, that people people were losing faith in Homeland the last couple of seasons, and uh, a lot of question marks for this one. But I think you know, based on the, the last four episodes, maybe five. That this season has gotten exponentially better, mm-hmm. and uh, they've been able to reset the button, and you know by moving this show to the Middle East to Pakistan, uh, they've really added a lot yep. to this to this show. So, and I think that really the, these nominations really take a stand for you know for what they've done. Uh, we don't. We, I don't think there's any official news if there'll be a season five yet, but I don't see. It's a, confirmed. It's confirmed. It's confirmed yeah. Thank you. Um, that's what I get for not looking at news. But um, but that's great. That, yeah. But that actually supports everything else. The fact that again, uh, I think about that's what a I year ago next season. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. You said that too. Yeah. You said it first. Uh, <laughs> that we actually a year ago. I think there were people just like giving up on this show, and I know some people. They lost some people in the ratings, but. But I think they're winning people well, back. And I said we yeah. talked about this earlier this season. I think a lot of people had, you know, the jury was out for them, and then it hit about three episode three or four. Yeah. Twitter blew up. People were like, oh my god, Homeland just like who was Brody? Exactly. They completely forgot about it to focus on the storyline. So I, 
agree. Uh, it's I good for Homeland. I have a lot of friends who watch Homeland, and they've all commented on how good of a job they've done with rebooting yeah. the series. And uh, I don't have it in front of me. I should be more prepared on this. I'm pulling it up right now. But uh, actually, last week's episode of Homeland was, I think, uh, the second most tweeted show, tweeted about show, that night. Behind what? Uh, the, the Walking Dead. Well, I think it was <laughs> it was behind something like news. It was something big. I think there was a special event. Actually, I think it was the first. It was the first. I'm, I'm pulling it up now. Okay. If, if we get to pull it up before uh, I'll stall while it's getting pulled up, my computer gets a little slow. But it's but you know the fact that uh, the top five shows that get tweeted. Uh, Nielsen's now has a rating for the shows that are tweeted the most Good. and uh, a daily rating. And Homeland was up there, so it's moved up. Of course, walking it probably helps that Walking Dead is uh, on hiatus right now until February, but still, it's that's pretty good, and yeah. it shows uh, it shows that people are paying attention, people are watching, and people are compelled to tweet about it. So I think that's a really huge stat. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. uh, yeah, and uh, and kudos to Claire Danes, and kudos to the cast of Homeland. Uh, well, well earned, I think, especially like when we see episodes like this and the acting. In episodes like this, we we definitely can understand why they got nominated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I'm having trouble pulling up Evernote. No worries, so, I'm sorry. no big deal. Anyway, um, let's move on. I guess right. We have any other news and gossip? No? no. Then let's move on to some predictions. And now your After Buzz TV predicciones, Spanish version. Thank you. <laughs> We've got all the languages going tonight. Yes, German, we get Spanish. German, Spanish. We're all good. Anyway, so uh, who wants to start off? On, I mean, lots of stuff going on here. And are we gonna are we gonna mention clips from next week at all? Just to warn people, or no? I can't think of anything really. It's just it didn't see much. Really, I think a lot of it takes place in the states. I think so too. I don't know what would bring Carrie back, but she. I mean, she was in a scene with Maggie. Yeah, we saw. We, we well, yeah, we definitely saw that. So well, and he, okay, so I think obviously we see Hakani die at some point. Hakani's got it. Or okay, hold on, I have a, I have twofold. Either Hakani dies, or Hakani is the big story next season. I just can't see him, the search for him and the hunt for him, carrying a whole other season unless he does something huge in this finale that makes makes him the biggest fish ever for next season. There has to be some kind of giant storyline. I also think someone very important dies in this finale. Uh, I don't want to say it's Quinn. I want to say it's somebody like Max. Something like that happens. Some we lose another big character, not Brody's Brody level. I don't think we lose a Saul. I don't think we lose a Quinn, but I think we lose someone. See, that's interesting. I think because we didn't really see. Um, yeah, I, I mean, no one's really like in a in a dangerous, precarious position at right. the end yeah. of this. It's not one of those cliffhangers. The cliffhanger was more of a reveal of seeing Dar in in the truck with Hakani. That's why I think next week there's going to be a lot, like a lot's going to happen. It's but I think be like a, all the sh- hits the fan. Next but week. I think it's interesting. It, will Hakani remain? Well, will Hakani survive? Here's the thing about that, though, is yeah. I think he. I agree with Danny. I think he's getting weaker with whatever his illness is because yeah. you see him with the IV mm-hmm. and he brings the IV with. him. Into the car. And he had gotten shot when they were at the embassy. That's he got right. shot on the way out. Quinn got him. Okay. But also, what was that SD card? Yeah, there was slid that, across the yeah. table. There's an SD card slid across the table. What could that? What could be on that? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that. maybe maybe all the files. Maybe the the names of all the oh, agents. Oh, it's probably the names of the agents. Probably still digitized. That could be that. I don't know. That's probably what that is. But yeah, I mean, so the questions I think really that we want to know is. 
is Hakani, uh, you know, is this going to end with Hakani this uh, next episode coming up, or is this going to continue into next season? Will there be a new terrorist or a new villain next season? Is anyone is anyone going to be gone? I mean, Quinn it definitely has to sneak out of Pakistan somehow, and and Carrie is probably safer because she's got a SAR, uh, and we and we. You know, spoiler for those of you who don't look at the clips for next week, but we do know that you know Carrie's talking to uh, to Dar and uh, and Maggie. Um, yeah, so I think there's a lot of questions. What's going on with Saul? I'm going to uh, choose one side of the fence. <laughs> I know I kind of gave a twofold. I'm going to choose one side. What's your fence? Yeah. My fence was I don't know either. It kind of <laughs> dies, and it's a new storyline for next season. Here it is. I'm going to mold my predictions into one. Oh. I think that Hakani is going to be responsible for killing off an important character, like I said. I think it's going to be somebody like Max. Could even be more important. Could be like Lockhart or something crazy. Ah! Something crazy, okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. He kills somebody crazy, and Hakani is the big fish next season. So the storyline, he kills off Lockhart. Saul has to automatically move in to director of CIA, and the whole next season focuses on catching Hakani. Okay, here's what I say. I say Hakani's not coming back next season. I don't know what's going to happen to him, whether 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 they just like accept their losses and move on, but the U.S. loses this one. And and next week's episode is just really dealing with Dar and dealing with whatever whatever they got to mix up. And this is probably what gets Saul back in charge of the CIA. But that just trying make, to fix that up. That would want to make me come back and watch next season. I'd I be feel, like, yeah. I feel like Akani's going to be there next season for at least a few episodes or half okay. the season. I just feel like he wasn't a big enough character to, to to return back. But there's always another terrorist. What would make him a bigger character if he kills off a major character? Okay. What if Dar? That's my that's my prediction. Kills Lockhart. <laughs> I think we're getting crazy. Yeah, and then Carrie's like, I saw Dar in the back of the car. And then it's a whole loop again where people are like, we don't believe you, Carrie. And she's like, God, I saw Dar in the back of the car. She's the only one in America that knows. An American that knows. That there, is true. Holy crap, that's a good prediction, There Lexi. is so much. Thanks. There, that's pretty good. There is so much that, I mean, Whoa, look. I love that. What's crazy about this is there's so many, because we don't know what the hell's going on. There's so many that's different directions prediction. you can go. You well, like her said. prediction? Yeah. Well, it's uh, kind of, it picks in what I, what I said. Somebody like Dar is involved in <laughs> Carrie's like, I saw Dar in the back of the car. And everybody's like, Carrie, you're freaking crazy. Go back on your medication. Oh, She's like, no, I, I was right with Brody. Okay. You guys didn't believe me the first time. I swear to God. Because awesome. Dar could easily undermine Carrie by being like, She's crazy. Yo. This is that's her meds crazy. I gotta I love it. I gotta say, I gotta love the fact that there are so many different directions we can go with this finale because yes. we yeah. don't know exactly where it was I'm still scratching Holy. my head about the whole Dar thing, but yeah, there's so many directions we can go and and it seems like like, like there's no big cliffhanger. But we know something big has to happen yep. next tweet week. Tweet us your thoughts. Yes. yes. Please Jeez. tweet so us. Predictions. Also, we didn't really talk about iTunes, but yeah, please tweet us your thoughts or post on YouTube. We do read the comments. Uh, also, there's iTunes. We'd love to get some ratings from you guys. Maybe we'll do some shout outs next week for the finale from people who tweeted uh, and uh, posted on YouTube and on iTunes. Uh, we'd love to get five stars if possible. Hopefully, you're happy with the show. We're trying to get guests on for next week. Keep you posted on that. And where, otherwise, you know, where can we find you guys? So we can talk to you guys about Homeland and tweet at you. Uh, you can find me on all social media at Lexi Hamasfar. Guys, you can uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Hoyt. And I have to say, I've enjoyed being with you. I will be gone next weekend. What? You come up with all these like <sighs> these predictions and then you I know. disappear? I know. I have to be back in, in Nebraska uh, to do Christmas early with my family. Oh, well, that's um, that's a good reason. But huh? I will be watching. I will be happily tweeting. I will call in. That's what I will do. I will okay. call in and talk that's to you That's our guest yes. next week. Well, yeah, that's our guest. Of, I'm not important. Let's get the important people We'll see on. what we can do. And then uh, Thaddeus will be here next week, uh, most likely. Uh, you can reach him on Twitter at Cl- 
Club Thaddeus. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L, and here on a bunch of other AfterBuzz shows. Thank you so much for tuning in. Tune in next week for the finale of Homeland Season 4. Thank you. Goodbye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.